0: I'm Jordan Ferguson,
1: and I'm Caitlin McKinnon,
0: and you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Geek Down Podcast, the show where two friends and fellow geeks sit down and try to figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon.
0: It's so hot, you guys.
1: His name is Jordan Ferguson. And this is episode...
0: 86?
1: 86? 86. 86. Yes. Yes. Um, And if you'd like to hear more of us or continue to listen to us...
0: I'm really excited to see how this is going to go, friends. She doesn't have anything written down. I don't have anything written down.
1: Um, There are primarily two ways you can listen to the show. Yes. Uh, The first one is soundcloud.com forward slash geekdownpod. That's where we live Yes. So all of the episodes are there for you to peruse.
0: There's even a handy playlist there. Yeah. You can just like go to that
1: and just tap go. one
0: and just spend like the next month of your life listening to Geekdown.
1: Yeah. And to all of those people who uh, got into the show a little bit later and was were really excited because they had a show every day and now only get a show once a week, we <laughs> are sorry. Sorry. The second way you can listen to us mm-hmm. is uh, if you want to subscribe to the show. Via. Via. Well, first, via. Uh, if, you go, if you're go, if you at SoundCloud, mm-hmm. um, and you're looking around, and you see a handy-dandy button that looks like a little apple with a bite taken out of it.
0: It's handy and dandy.
1: It's handy and dandy. You can press that button, and it'll take you to uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Yes. Yeah. I did it. I managed <laughs> to do it. There, you can subscribe to the show, which means that uh, even during crazy fall heat waves, like the one we were experiencing, experiencing at the moment, there will be a cool breeze, and and chimes—the sound of chimes in the air—a rustle of leaves.
0: You'll be like, "Is it Christmas already?" No, no, it's just Tuesday.
1: It's Tuesday, and Chauncey, the Internet Elf, the Geek Down Internet Elf, Sir Chauncey Frostilicus, the Geek Down Internet Elf, Knight of the People, has come to deliver your po- your podcast straight to your device.
0: Straight to your device, and you know what? While you're there, you know what else you can do? What,
1: what else can you do while you're there?
0: While you're at Apple Podcasts, hell, even on your device. You can go to our little our little page mm-hmm. in the Apple Podcast Store, mm-hmm. or hell, whatever podcast player you're using Stitcher, Chomp, Chortle.
1: Are oh, you just you're just throwing out words? Yes. Yep.
0: You can leave us a rate and review. Yeah. Right through your device. Right you don't through to your go device. Go anywhere else. Just tap. You tap a four star five star would make our day we would love it Absolutely makes it make easier for people who are into the type of bullshit we talk about makes it easier for them to find the show
1: yeah and uh and as far as actually getting to like interact with us in some way yeah uh, besides leaving a rate or review uh you could do that on any of our many social medias mm-hmm. um so the first two we usually name because they're basically the same it's at geekdown pod is twitter and instagram yep lots of cool stuff on instagram or so i hear
0: instagram's picking up um i mean if it's if it's worth mentioning a lot of times it's just promo but if we do something i will put it there Uh, like our trip to the curiosa society last week yeah after we recorded you heard us mention it if you want to know how that went or what that place is like you can go find out on our instagram feed as well i'll probably post something up from our little our little jaunt from before we recorded today yeah to our our return triumphant return to harry's child broiled yeah parkdale's number one Faux dive hipster brunch spot.
1: As I said, I just had to follow the trail of hipsters and
0: it led me right to it. <laughs> if you don't know where it is, look for people who don't seem like they belong in that neighborhood and just go where they're going.
1: Yeah. Um, and for those of you who are not from Toronto, Parkdale is not a nice area.
0: Listen, I live here. I get to shit on Parkdale.
1: I, I've lived places where there are crazy people. I feel like that's still, I still get to like... Parkdale's Parkdale's fine. Parkdale's fine. It's
0: fine. It's fine.
1: <laughs> With a capital
0: F. Capital F. Uh, and the Twitter, I, I really feel like I've, I've really upped the Twitter game lately. I feel like feel like maybe I was lazy on the Twitter before, but uh, I, think, I think Twitter's very, gotten much more amusing lately.
1: Much more. M- more more things going on on the Twitter? More
0: things. More of my excitement watching Bakugo get punched in the face on uh, on My Hero Academia.
1: Well, as I do not uh, hang out on Twitter or Instagram, um, I don't Instagram my food, I just eat it, um, <laughs> I, you can get at me specifically either via the email address, which is geekdownpod at gmail.com yep. or the Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com dot dot
0: forward slash
1: geekdownpod. Um, I'm pretty good about answering messages. Um, but yeah, you can always hit us up there. You can comment on any of our posts. Uh, we post when the, our new episodes have gone live um, and you can always talk about things on there. Um, and yeah, that's, that's all for the socials
0: all for the socials and
1: finally to just round off a business time
0: because we're just we're just everywhere in these digital streets
1: everywhere you gotta be
0: gotta be um
1: if you would like to support the show yep which we would also like if you would like to support the show we really would we have a patreon we do which is like everything else it's patreon forward slash or com forward slash uh geek down pod yep we have many different tiers um and on
0: we, have the- a, we have a $1 tier. We have a $1 tier. We have a $5 tier. We have a $5 tier. We have a $10 tier. $10 tier. And we have a $25 tier. Yeah.
1: And also, unbeknownst to us, we also have a $3 tier.
0: We actually don't, but apparently if that's a tier you would like to exist, uh, it will exist.
1: Um. Thank you to uh, the wonderful Misha Hanman, um, who has decided to uh, donate $3 per month.
0: Did not even know that was a thing you could do. No. Thank you, Misha. We greatly appreciate it, but we're going to have to add the... Misha Handman memorial tier.
1: <laughs> no, whoa, not memorial. not memorial. He's doing fine.
0: Uh, <laughs> we have to add the Misha $3 tier yeah. to the list of things so I can, so we can like get you some bonus content.
1: Yeah. But well, we just don't know what that is going to be yet. Nope. So this is your shout out. Thank you again. We really 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 um thank everyone and appreciate everyone who supports us every month. Uh, you guys are awesome. And um, hopefully soon that means that uh, we'll be able to arrange things um, electronically so that we can get a guest in or or have a guest uh, sit with us. Because,
0: listen, every time I think I've decided what mixer we need to commit to, I read another article that says we need something else that's possibly more expensive. Yes. So we're still working on it. Um, but, yes, last bit of the hard sell there. Never discount... The $1 pledge. Never. It's a dollar. I guarantee you, there are some of you out there who have spent dollars on dumber shit than the like nine hours of content you can get from us for that dollar.
1: Not even not even the, the content. It's also the freshest of takes.
0: The freshest of takes.
1: And people spend a dollar on like only semi-fresh takes.
0: Mm-hmm. Listen, we don't need to put anybody on blast. No. But y'all know. You know. Y'all out there spending some money on some subpar takes.
1: Subpar.
0: Subpar. It's just a dollar, y'all. If half of y'all gave a dollar, we'd be laughing. We would dance. We would dance and film it and put it on the Patreon page.
1: Or Instagram Live, which or we still have Instagram to do. Live. One day when it's not so hot and I'm not so sweaty, <laughs> we are going to do an Instagram Live.
0: We will. Oh, I did mean... Cause Instagram's got all those stickers. I, I may still take a photo just of us today, just and so, it, so I can put because it'll put like the temperature on it. Yeah, <laughs> just so we can like log that. <laughs> just us going like, because ah! <sighs> y'all, it's so hot. So, so we're gonna hot. burn through this one. But we got some things.
1: Oh, oh, that was good. That was well done.
0: Off the dome. So yeah, as said, back from Harry's again. Yeah, I've been dreaming about that breakfast burger, and I owed somebody a meal out. That was me. Because it was Caitlyn's birthday. birthday. Caitlyn's birthday.
1: So I've decided, because technically this is just the very end of my birthday week, mm-hmm. um, so technically still my birthday, mm-hmm. um, I am going to forego any news because I want to talk about my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about news.
0: It's me tearing my news sheet out of the tiny notebook because apparently we're not doing news today.
1: You can talk about news. <laughs> I just don't want to talk about any news because I want to talk about my birthday.
0: Caitlin, would you like to thank everyone who uh, who hopped on I the Facebook and the love, Twitters and everything? I would so. love
1: to thank everyone who, who, whichever way you did it, um, said happy birthday. Because it really does mean a, a lot. And I appreciate everyone who took the time to even just put like a happy birthday punctuation or not. I was I was at someone because they gave me a happy birthday. No capital H. No <laughs> no exclamation mark. Nothing.
0: Ooh, exclamation marks are are necessary. Uh, they are
1: key Be and auditory. I and I uh, I I said what no no punctuation and they were like no. I was like, oh, all right then. A no, without a punctuation mark. <laughs> okay, I got it.
0: Continuing no capitals or punctuation.
1: Yeah, got it. All right. Um, but no, thank you everyone who, who took the extra time. Um, my birthday's been fantastic. I didn't actually, I usually have a party of some sort mm-hmm. or a get together and I didn't want to do that. Um, but I spent basically a whole week doing birthday stuff, either with specific family members or friends or housemates and it just keeps on going. And it's, been, it's actually been fantastic. It's better than a, than a party party because parties you have to plan.
0: Listen, I figured that out a couple years ago yeah. when I like, I had a party, and it was cool. And a lot of people came, and it was really fun. Then the next year, I forwent, foregoed the party. Yeah. And it was just people keep taking me out for meals. And you're like, sure. I got like a month worth of brunches <laughs> out of that. Much smarter way to go about it.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Anything stand out?
1: Um, Any fun prezies? uh i got uh an amazing so there are these you know they have those pop figures mm. um i got it they're kind of like this but they're called you know the adorbs i don't know if you've seen no. them so it's like it's basically but they're like all little smiley eyes um i got a t'challa one okay. and it made me so happy um I, I i don't know i got all kinds of things um Mostly it was the sort of the experiences that were a lot of fun. Um, I got to uh, basically we bought Chinese food and watched Jane Austen, a lot of Jane Austen, which was fantastic. And then the next day we went for a picnic um, on the island and we brought the leftover Chinese food and it was the (laughs) greatest move we ever made. Um, And because it was a Thursday, no one was there. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing.
1: Yeah. Um, And I, I have to say there is definitely so far one... Um, one standout present for a specific reason mm-hmm. and I brought it with me today to show you. Okay. Just give me one sec. I got I got bags. I got to rummage through.
0: Gonna take all this out and Are post. Ready? Are you ready for Gonna this? Gonna take all this out and po- Yeah.
1: I got my own tiny notebook. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. It's like the identical size. Did somebody get this to you specifically yes. because you shit-talked The Tiny Notebook? So,
1: uh, her name is Caitlin, spelled uh, the proper way. Uh, so, my way. Um, <laughs> what it Shots. is.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Um, we are very protective. We both agree that when people say to us, oh, that's an interesting way of spelling it, we just want to, like, flip a table or It's the or only way I've ever
0: known to spell it.
1: Right. Or or um oh that's interesting oh I've never seen it that way before you know what Karen why don't you go take a long walk off a short pier Phyllis <laughs> I've had it I've had it up to here um so Caitlin's awesome um and she saw something on Twitter that you had posted about the tiny <clears throat> notebook and mm-hmm. me and she saw it and went. Oh, I got to get a own tiny notebook. So now I have my own.
0: You're gonna find it so handy.
1: You know, you know what I gotta say though. And
0: Christine, the original purchaser of the tiny notebook, yep. feels so validated right now. <laughs> I
1: I just have to say this. Uh, it was mostly because I was jealous. You know that right? <laughs> of your tiny notebook.
0: <laughs> tiny notebooks for everyone. <laughs> There's some more merch we could get Geekdown branded tiny notebooks.
1: Oh, amazing! Yeah, we would. Uh, we
0: have so many merch ideas. Are you we
1: going to talk about how we had a wonderful breakfast with with All
0: Travis? All right, so yeah, when, when you're when you're the top level patron, yeah. of the Geekdown, you get to come for brunch with us. Yeah, which is what which is what your boy Travis did today. And uh, not only was it just a delightful hang with Travis,
1: Travis is wonderful.
0: We got a uh, we got the real authentic Parkdale <laughs> experience today. So Aww. y'all. <laughs> Harry's is basically a hallway. Like, I'm, I took a photo, and I'll post it on, uh, on the socials later, so you can you can see the kind of decor, the aesthetic. I fucking hate that word. Um, <laughs> you see the aesthetic of Harry's, and I have to say it like that, because John Caramonica on the podcast, his Does it? fucking frog voice, that's how he always says it. Oh, right. I really want to talk about the aesthetic of <laughs> Taylor Swift, um, Cardi B, whatever, Little Pump, SoundCloud rap.
1: No one has any idea what I know, you're talking about. I, I really
0: need more people to listen to the podcast because I need people to hate it with me. Um, so we're sitting there. We had a booth. There's yeah. two entrances because it's like a hallway. There's a door at either end. And it's one of these really small type...
1: Well, it's sorry. It's like a hallway with like a, a pocket.
0: Yeah. And it's one of these joints where like it doesn't have a kitchen. It just kind of has like a grill behind the bar counter type thing and yeah. they cook all the shit there. And this woman comes in and at first I had thought she was not getting anything. I thought she was just, Sitting. she came, she came in with like four, you know, no frills bags and a tote bag or something. She just sat yeah. at this like two seater table yeah. directly next to us. And I thought I was like, well, she's just waiting for wheel trans or some shit. And she was just like cooling out in here. Didn't know that she ordered fries.
1: No. And well, this is also really important to mention. So, Travis and I were sitting beside each other, and so we were across from Jordan. So Travis, Travis and I had a really clear, a L- little line better perspective than I did. Yeah.
0: So what was the first complaint? So that her fries didn't come quick enough. No, or? The,
1: I think it was that the. F- Maybe it was that the fries didn't come quick enough. And then apparently she ordered fries with gravy. And she was freaking out that they didn't come with gravy. I don't know if it's that they needed a second to make the gravy or I don't know what that was about. The
0: fries came first. The gravy was not present. No. She had to ask for the gravy. Yes. This is how she asked for anything. There is not a server anywhere near her. Because like I said, it's like a little hallway, maybe about 20, 20 feet away is like the little like hub yeah, where they're all kind of hanging out the the POS the point of sale where they're all kind of hanging out there filling coffees and whatnot and she would be at her table going excuse me (laughs) (laughs) excuse me (laughs) I need my
1: gravy (laughs) the thing is that is the exact way
0: and that's what she like and listen y'all I'm pulling the mic away when I'm pulling away from the mic when I do that she was like, just full on, like, and so then they bring her the gravy and that's when it got even fucking better. Cause, um, cause
1: so the, the fries were in a, you know how they have the baskets and they had like the little like napkin type thing that they'd like the,
0: the wax paper, yeah, the wax checkered paper. wax paper in the, so be, in the plastic Fries basket. were in
1: there. We, we didn't know until she, till, till it, it became, happened, till it happened. She poured the entire thing of gravy. Gravy came in a bowl. (laughs) She poured the entire thing of gravy into the basket.
0: So So now gravy is leaking all over (laughs) the table. She's freaking out. Onto the floor. And she's going, I need a plate. Like, what are you doing to me? And it's not unfair to say that this was a larger woman.
1: I don't think that matters. I think
0: it does. (laughs) Older. Parkdale to a T. Yes. Yes. And just these poor hipster servers at Harry's just getting screeched at by this woman. And then what made it even better is while she's, like, screeching about her fucking plate and her gravy and everything else, you hear, like, boon bing bing And she, like, pulls out a flip phone, opens it, and goes, hi, hello, yes? <laughs> no, yes, yeah, so I'm good. And then she steps out
1: for 20 minutes! I think it was longer than that, because we had finished our complete meal by the time she came back. <laughs>
0: And she came back in, and I don't know, maybe maybe it was her fucking sponsor or something. And she was she, she they like talked her down because she was better when she came back in. Yes. didn't hear a peep out of her after that. And you know, she wanted a fork because obviously she couldn't. They're- fucking fries were just like uh. literally gravy sponges at this point. She can't eat them with her fingers. She needs a Though fork. They did
1: give her more gravy.
0: They brought her another fucking bowl to the point where when she finally left, the server came over and we're just dying fucking laughing and he looks and he just like prices right. Barker's <laughs> beauties like gestures Cause- at the table cuz there's gravy spilled down the side of it on the floor. The
1: entire plate and the they plate, gave plate is like
0: oh. filled to the brim with, with gravy. gravy.
1: So she didn't she didn't do what I would think to do, which is just take a fry put it in the gravy, it was just, she'd still, yep. even though there was just a basket, had just dumped the gravy everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It was... <laughs> what are you doing to me? It was, it was, uh, yeah. It was Parkdale. It was Parkdale.
0: That was, it was Parkdale. That was Parkdale.
1: And so, Travis and I, we are now bonded <laughs> through both crying at, at what was going Thank on God, at the table we were beside dying. us.
0: And I, friends... You might not know this about me, but your man's gets lippy.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do not have the Toronto like eyes down. Don't say a peep thing. You were you, like
0: you, the first thing I said was these people, <laughs> the servers need to be nice to you. I don't <laughs> shut your mouth. You know who doesn't eat gravy? You.
1: Yeah, Jordan's not. Jordan's not nice when he's well, being just, disturbed. Don't
0: be a, well, not, it's not even that. Don't. Be, I don't, don't. I don't like people being dicks. That's true.
1: Don't be a dick. That's that's just the the like if it had happened and she had been like, Oh my goodness, like I wasn't even thinking there's gravy everywhere. I'm so sorry. Can I have more gravy? That would have been fine. But she was just screeching and then I think the guy got really flustered because she was like yelling at him while he was trying to help her like I said,
0: Homeboy didn't put on his Sunday suspenders
1: for this to deal
0: with that. And (sighs) listen and you know, for people being dicks, just my general philosophy. It's a statement I remembered hearing once, and I went back and looked. It's from uh, American Gangster, right. which is actually a fantastic movie, and you'll should all go back and watch it again.
1: Yeah, it's a very Denzel.
0: Good movie. Um, loudest one in the room is the weakest one in the room. Right. It's my general response now. where people are going like, "John's really quiet. He doesn't talk." That's it. Loudest one in the room, weakest one in the room. So, like, you don't need to be screeching at waitstaff. You don't need That's, to be, like... They I don't get paid enough to deal with your nonsense. And yeah, I get it. You're poor, and you think you're owed something because you need to take it. You don't like how shit worked out for you, and you got to take it out on these poor, mustachioed, suspended kids and working at Harry's.
1: I have told, um, specifically older gentlemen in my life, older men, like, dad age, mm. um, I will... Don't yell at the poor cashier. They're not the one who understaffed for that day. Yep. They're not the one who called in sick. They're just trying to do their job. Yelling at them and telling them that it's ridiculous that there are no more cashiers, that, that's not cool. The
0: one I've said as while working as a cashier and yeah. the one I've said to people in lines is like, if this is the worst thing that happens to you today, you're doing fine. It's going to get me punched out one day because people really don't appreciate that. No, they don't.
1: Um, Once uh, when I was working at, I always want to say large Canadian. Major. Major Canadian retailer. um, Some man, um, I was just following up with him, seeing if he got what he needed okay. And Mm -hmm. I was the only one on the floor downstairs. Everyone else was on cash. It was Christmas. I was running around with my head chopped off. Yeah. And he made me cry um he like yelled at me and like tore for nothing and i was like i just had to see if you were okay and i had to like go to the back and i was like crying and then my manager i wasn't there for it i was crying in the back at the time apparently came down and like tore a strip off him in line and was like i have an employee back there crying her eyes out what is wrong with you (laughs) yeah what is wrong with people
0: the best one i ever had was some kid was standing in front of the escalator i don't know she got dumped by her boyfriend or something and she was having a, like a terrible day yeah and i like just pointed out that in, much more friendly than i would be in normal circumstances because i was working like you know hey just a heads up you can't stand it's like a safety thing you can't stand in front of you shouldn't say i didn't think, think i said can it's like it's probably not a good idea to stand in front of the escalator because people are going to be coming up and it's an aisle way it's a walkway type of thing so you just scooch and i was like in the middle of dealing helping this uh these parents like find graphic novels for their kids or something. And, you know, I like talking about that stuff. So I was really going above and beyond with them. Yep. And I came back and this, this teenager like followed me back to the customers. And then in front of the customers started cussing at me to the point where I was just like, okay, um, there's a manager downstairs. Her name is X. You should probably go talk to her at this point. Cause this is not going to, if you feel that strongly about it, this is not getting anyone anywhere. Yeah. So if you'd like to say something, you can feel free to do that. Well, I will, you're gonna see blah, blah blah and they left and my customers both went we would also like to speak to x because you handle that better than either of us would and we would like her to know that i'm like i love both of you gift card
1: yeah someone once asked me if i have a bit of a temper at all because they haven't seen it and i was like no i just burst into tears that's my temper i get frustrated and i burst into tears it's great It makes me feel super strong <laughs> Um, and that's how we are going to wrap out the talk about my birthday. <laughs> oh, though.
0: In I, tears. Special shout out that's to. That's weird. That's usually uh, how I end my birthday.
1: Ha ha. A special shout out to a senior correspondent. He bought me, besides some other things and graphic novels and stuff, which is all amazing, all the stationery and it made me the happiest person. So I can use it with my tiny notebook.
0: <laughs> there we go. Tiny notebook. Tiny notebook. I had, it wasn't my birthday, but I got a present this week. Oh, have you ever won anything?
1: I have actually. I'm really lucky. I have won a whole bunch of stuff.
0: Like just from like the sheer randomness. Not even like a skill type thing. But yeah. Just like, just, like I wrote it, my name down and put it in a random drawing. And...
1: Put a name in a hat. I'm, I've won like a baseball that was signed. I won
0: all kinds of things. I never. I don't think I've ever won anything like that. Is
1: that true though? I don't. Because people I can't say think that all anything. the time. And
0: I don't normally do it. Yeah. Like if it's gonna like require like a skill testing question or something, I'm like meh. Meh. <laughs> math. Um. But I don't think I ever have, but uh, I want tickets to see, <laughs> people always ask me, is it a musical about the cartoon? No. Uh, <laughs> I want tickets to go see Bass God R&B Weirdo Thundercat
1: and play just,
0: the fourth Music Hall. Just
1: so everyone knows, it is Thundercat without an S. It is yes. not the cartoon.
0: And it's a him, not a they. Yeah. It's just him. And Hence the no S. He should probably listen to this podcast. He is definitely one of us.
1: One of us. He has one songs of us.
0: For his cat, he has songs. I'm sorry, what was that? I'll play it for you during the break. He has a, he has a couple songs about his cat. His cat's named Tron.
1: I've I have listened to a couple of his things or things he's done with people.
0: He's had Tron song, which is about his cat. Okay. And then he had another song called like a fans something Tron song too, and it's basically <laughs> opens with him going like
1: meow 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 meow. Like, <laughs> this makes me so happy. He's a
0: crazy weird. He's got songs called Evangelion and Lone Wolf and Cub, and like, oh yeah,
1: he is, he is one, one, of, one us. of
0: us. And yeah, Cops Records here in Toronto on their Instagram was like, hey, we're giving away two tickets. In the comments, leave your favorite Thundercats song. I'm like, all right, this costs me nothing, and I put my favorite song, and then forgot about it. And a few days later, I get the notification that it's like, uh, I've I've been mentioned in a comment. But just a comment, like no likes, right? And that's weird. It usually I means some somebody has tagged you in something, or the last time that happened, um, somebody with the Instagram handle Jordan underscore Ferguson six nine or something was being really racist on some.
1: I love on it. On some
0: page, and <laughs> this woman like. Cussed them out, but didn't put the 6 9 at the end of it. And I just got some notification that, like, oh, this woman said, your mother is still <laughs> wrong, motherfucker. And I'm like, what <laughs> the hell?
1: Um, just talking about people who have our names. Um, I mentioned it before, I'm sure. But the other Caitlin McKinnon, who yes. happens to live in the GTHA, um, she is a nude model. Or was. Mm-hmm. I think it put her through school. Good for her. Good for you, Caitlin.
0: Uh, so, yeah. The, the notification was them saying, you win. Pow, pow. PM us. And it's not even like they're giving me tickets. I'm like on a guest list. Ooh. Like I go and I say, excuse me, I'm on the guest list. And they go, oh yes, right this way. <gasps> so I'm taking Leah the Brazilian with me. Cause, oh, nice. Because, I don't know, I haven't hung out with her in a while. And, and I like
1: Leah. She's very like, nice. Seems
0: like a sort of thing that we would do together. And she was down for it. So, yeah. Awesome. I want tickets to Thundercat. That's super cool. And I will probably do a write-up and let y'all know on the patron feed. Probably for everyone. I think. Yeah. I think I'll it's give about that to the joy. everyone. joy. Um, well, Caitlin doesn't care about news, so I'll just run through these rather Um, quick. I just said
1: I didn't want to talk about news, except for that, uh, what's that award ceremony about TV shows? The Emmys? The Emmys! They were, like, relatively diverse. They
0: won some stuff, and a lot of people of color won. Yay! Yay. Well, a lot. Not a lot, yeah. Four.
1: But! Donald won two, though. Yeah, for Atlanta, so good for him.
0: Donald won two. Caitlin never watched it, but I'm sure she can appreciate that Riz Ahmed was a very good actor in the night of.
1: I... I could not watch. No, no. I saw the first. You
0: did see the first episode.
1: I- ish episode. Riz
0: Ahmed did such a good job.
1: That Caitlyn <laughs> could watch not watch it. Else.
0: Um, I just have two short things on my crumpled up news page. One was this thing that I saw floating around on Twitter where the uh, producer and director of Welcome to the Ballroom have been doing some press. And invariably, interviewers will ask them if, you know, Yuri on Ice has aided in that show's, you know, critical audience reception because it's another and people are going to pair them together because they're both sports animes, but non-traditional sort of sports. And both the producer and the director gave like weird, out the side of their mouth like kind of shady responses where it's like oh your is a great show but it really leaned into the boy love aspect and i mean that's not what we're doing we're just about the sport it's just his story and it's like Mm y'all did you even watch the show it was so much about the sports why are you so pressed about leaning into the boy love thing and who cares if it was we like boy love boy love's fine all love is fine
1: all love is great all love is wonderful
0: um, and another thing I saw randomly on Twitter, uh, your name has been quietly trucking along in its worldwide
1: Revenue? box office. Yeah.
0: It has uh, surpassed the Lego, move, the Lego Batman movie and the Emoji Movie.
1: Well, Emoji Movie, meh. 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 But,
0: yeah, made, has made more globally than the, uh, and I'm assuming this doesn't necessarily count Japan because we know it was right. doing crazy Japan. I assume worldwide might include everywhere but the Nation of Origin. I don't know. I didn't read the fine print on the Box Office Mojo article, but...
1: That's amazing.
0: Quietly trucking along. Something like 330-something million dollars wow. it's made. So go see your name if you haven't yet. Yeah. Um,
1: Or find it on the interwebs. A series of tubes.
0: <laughs> there are tubes out there that will deliver it to you. Yeah. We don't encourage that, though. Updates. We got anything?
1: Um, Sorry,
0: friends. It's going to be a little fast today. Kate's got a heart out, so we're we a little...
1: Yeah. But you know what I've decided? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to end it again at the end. Um, but uh, uh, we're going to do a, a, a double bonus episode next week.
0: We're going to do two bonus episodes.
1: We're going to do a, a longer bonus episode than usual. Okay.
0: Yeah. We're going to try and do a bonus episode today, but A, it's so fucking hot here, you guys. It is so hot. And B, we are just having too much fun with Gravy Chick.
1: And Travis. Gravy
0: Lady and Travis. Travis and the Gravy Lady. It's the name of his new buddy cop comedy. <laughs> uh, cop procedural.
1: Oh, man. Travis
0: and the Gravy Lady. Kaim has already started drawing that the second I said it. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, we will de- We will give you a... Patrons, you will get a longer, extra-sized bonus ep next yeah. week. yeah. Um, did you watch anything this week? Do you have any updates? Um,
1: I don't have any updates because what I watched was old because it was, uh, Jane Austen movies. Right. Um, but if, you know what, if you haven't seen some of the Jane Austen, I'm not talking about the miniseries. I know that's a lot. It's a big investment. It's six hours for people. It's a long, big investment. But even just the movies that are like an hour and a half, they're, they're great. They're great. So if you are interested, definitely, you know, check out, uh, check out, uh, Mansfield Park um check out uh northanger abbey uh-huh. and um oh what was the first one we watched oh god it wasn't that long ago either it was it was wednesday <laughs> jeez it was the first one oh persuasion uh-huh they're they're all quite good all quite good and one day i will give one to jordan <sighs> he's so excited guys you so see his face so
0: excited
1: so excited Um, so that's basically what we watched, um, because I was too busy doing birthday stuff.
0: Doing birthday stuff. Uh, what did I watch? I feel like I had a productive week for watching stuff. Um, the deuce, I'm still unsure if you're going to get it.
1: Okay. Um, is there still lots of penis? Yeah. That's a draw.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is a plus, but it's like seventies bean. I don't
1: know what that means.
0: It's a lot of growth. That's fine. Not a bubba bu- bu- bush.
1: Yeah, that that's good. Okay. I don't think I think it's weird when there's like no bush. It no bubble
0: bu- bu- bush. Yeah. Um Yeah, that show's still still really, really dope. Um and not like any, not like anything else I'm watching. Um and a return. We had a return this week I was very excited about. Ooh. Good place back.
1: Yes, I saw on Netflix. It, it good is. place
0: season one on netflix yeah i know season two just debuted this week
1: which i'm just if you haven't watched it go and watch
0: it you definitely can't come in this season you need to go back yes uh we talked about the good place way back when i actually went back and listened to it i think it was episode 52 we talked about Yeah, it,
1: that's way way back 30 when.
0: episodes ago um it had just wrapped at that point i think yeah it had just wrapped its season Um uh, we heard a bunch of good things about it so we watched it we both greatly enjoyed it um and we as, both love Cheaty. Both of when
1: Jordan mentioned Cheedy, I was like, I know that name from somewhere.
0: This is the show with Kristen Bell and Ted Danson. Kristen Bell plays Eleanor Shellstrop, a recently deceased woman who has, she believes, erroneously been placed in the good place, yeah. i.e. heaven, which is a place reserved for the top 99% of humans in the world. Yep. And she, in her life, was a piece of human garbage. She was. so Trash fire. It's her trying to stay there while... Not being found out as her presence disrupts things throughout The Good Place. I've been rewatching the first season. Yeah. Um, even though I know what happens. Um, should we get into the... T- I feel like I should get into the twist a little bit. I think uh, like it's well no. known at this point. No, don't do it. Uh,
1: Just be like, it's good.
0: There's a twist. Do not watch the second... Do not watch the second season. Don't even watch five seconds of the second season. If you haven't seen any of it. I will say I've heard the second season premiere is, uh, like, four episodes have gone out to critics, and people have been like, the premiere is the weakest of the four. Right. It has, you know, flipped the conceit of the show on its head, and you are seeing it from another, you were seeing events from another perspective. Cool. And it's playing it very well. Um, You go in thinking, like, well, okay, how long are we going to be doing this for, like... You know, four episodes before we nope goes and kind of resets itself again. Interesting by the end of that episode. So very excited to see how that's going to go. I do not like week to week, y'all. Ugh.
1: Is this why I don't watch a lot of things, or I forget? So I've been really like I've said, I've loved um, uh, Made in Abyss. Um, Have not watched like the last two episodes because I keep on forgetting that they're. I've been waiting for them. Then
0: you can go back and binge. Um, Do not watch episode ten on the bus. (laughs)
1: I will not do... Will, I, will it be tears? Will, will there be tears? It
0: just gets... Dark. The Curse of the Abyss has some very adverse effects to people. Oh. And I started getting a bunch of tweets when I hadn't seen it from Kara. Yeah. Who was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I got to watch this on the bus. And I was like, oh, God, I'm like trying to tilt the iPad away from anybody can see it. Because it was getting... Oh, geez. Weirdly violent. Not violent, but just...
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Gross and painful to watch. Yeah. Um... Made in Abyss is still dope. Recreators finished. Pour out some, pour out some liquor for Recreators. Raise your glasses. That show was not perfect. It had its dumb moments, but
1: it was better than certain shows we could name. Better than
0: a lot of other shows we could name.
1: Speaking of which, mm. how is Bakugo?
0: Got the shit kicked out of him by All Might.
1: Oh, well, that's nice.
0: Fuck yeah. Let's
1: do it, Bakugo.
0: And listen, I'm going to say it again because, and this was the thing—the thing that actually got me to the IGN anime group has been ever since the podcast stopped and it's just been a group sort of branded. Yeah. It's not, you know, Callie left Miranda's not there that much. Megan's not there that much. Megan one or two are not there that much. Um, and it's really just gotten, I'm not going to say toxic, but it's really become the thing that made me never want to be an online anime fandom in the first place. Right. Um, and somebody asked, you know, so when are we just going to accept that Bakugo's a villain? Right. And all these, like, manga readers. Well, one guy replied, read the manga fag, which is... Oh, you know, that's there's, nice. There's the number one... That was the moment where I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm out. Uh, I am done with this. But everybody wants to throw out a being like, he's just Vegeta. Like, he's just the anti-hero type thing. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. No,
1: Vegeta was, like, way Vegeta cooler. Vegeta was a
0: prince and way cooler. Yeah. Bakugo's just a fuck face. He's a prick. And I'm going to say it again. Every time y'all get out there, start defending him. You sound like, you know, 16-year-old Mandy telling <laughs> her parents... That Jimmy, the 23-year-old uh, meth dealer who she's dating, he's really just, he just got to give him a chance. He's going to turn it around. Yeah. He's just, he's going to get his GED. He's going to get a job at Best Buy. Everything's going to be fine. You just have to trust him. Why can't you just trust him? He's going to be fine.
1: Oh, Mandy, you sweet, sweet child. You
0: sweet, you sweet, sweet girl. Sweet, Mandy. sweet summer child. Yeah. So it's the, it the final exam type thing. Yeah. And like I said, last week I said it was going to be called, you know, Katsuki Bakugo Origin. Origin just means you got, like, two flashbacks of him as a kid deciding that, like, winning no matter what is what makes you a hero. Right. That's what makes you a hero. Lame. That's a real questionable definition of heroism in my book. Lame. And your general reply to everything being, I'll kill you or die. Meh. 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 And then All Might punched him in the gut so hard he puked. And I went, yes. (laughs) And then later on... (laughs) All Might smacked Bakugo with Deku. <laughs> and I busted out. It was the best laugh I've had this week. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was howling. It made me so happy. Because it was like these practical exams, right? Yeah. Where they're pairing up and fighting teachers. And they either have to get handcuffs on the teachers or escape. And the uh, the dude with the eyes, you know, the yeah. eraser head, <laughs> that's his name. Scarf, sleepy guy with the eyes. Yep. He was the one the homeroom teacher. He was the one who paired them all up. And of course he put Deku and Bakugo together and put him against All Might. And All Might was like, I'm not fucking around with y'all. Yay! Smile, (laughs) bam, punch like just hand palm Bakugo down into the dirt and like held him there. I'm like, Yes. Yes. Beat the shit out of him. And listen, spoilers, because I already know, and this is what y'all love to throw out, he gets an offer from villains at some point to join. Yeah. You know, villains are like, the eh, same for you. Come with us. Yeah. And he says no because of some, like, you know, begrudging respect he's got for his classmates type of thing. Right. Doesn't, like, nobody has a defense for his, like, character traits. will be like, it's like, well, he's just, he's this, he's that. It's like, yes, but that doesn't mean you get to do X, Y, and Z. Those are not admirable character traits. Those are not things I want to see in any character I care about. doesn't make him a good character. And people go, well, I'm not saying they are. Well, what the fuck is you saying then?
1: I feel like you should just write an essay, a long, long essay about this. Get it all out, Jordan.
0: Baku, go fuck yourself. Hashtag. So that was that. I don't think I watched anything else. Really. Oh, I'm reading. That's what else I'm doing. Oh, I'm reading again. Uh, I decided Lacanian psychoanalysis of uh, anime girls was maybe not exactly what I was in the mood for this week. And I went back and listened to an old podcast I hadn't listened to for a while featuring author Lizzie Goodman. Okay. Who wrote a book. Uh, an oral history of New York rock from 2001 to 2011. It's called Meet Me in the Bathroom.
1: That sounds cool. About
0: the Strokes and TV on the Radio and the White Stripes and LCD Sound System and Ryan Adams and all the, those type of people. Yep. In that time, I don't really like any of those bands that much. Yeah. But I do love a good oral history of a scene. Yep. So that's been it's been it's been a good hang. It's been a good read. Excellent. Dope times. So yeah. Meet Me in the Bathroom by Lizzie Goodman. It's out in hardcover right now or ebook.
1: That's always Feel an free. option.
0: Go get out there read that if that sounds like something you're into and I think that's it that's it alright we're done <laughs> bye no uh, no. we we're got other things to talk about we brought each other stuff we did so we're gonna take a break right here pour some club soda directly onto my face not drink it just pour it onto me <laughs> and when we come back we'll talk about the things we each brought each other Hey, y'all, welcome back to the program. This is the part of the show where Caitlin and I each talk about the things we brought each other, things we would not have encountered in our everyday nerdery experiences. It's true. But before we get into it, we have rules.
1: We do. There. Oh, sorry. I paused, and I thought maybe you wanted me to talk about the rules. I mean, normally you
0: can talk about the rules, but I feel like because it's usually the person who opens the second half talks about them. But and I feel like I haven't done the rules in a while, so I feel
1: like we're being very Canadian right now. No, you. No, it's okay. if You. I'm so sorry. No, sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: Rule number one: the rule of three.
1: Dun dun dun.
0: If it runs in installments of any kind, you have to watch three of them. Oddly enough, didn't apply this week. No. One was a movie. The other thing was only three parts. It's true. Full stories for everybody.
1: Full stories. Well,
0: kind of. Second rule. Hashtag save it for the pod.
1: Save it for the pod.
0: Do not talk about the thing until you are sitting in front of these microphones. Sometimes really hard to do because we don't talk about it. I'm like, D- did she actually, did she find it? Does she, is she, does, is she watching she the know? right thing? Does did she, she know? know? I have no idea. But, you know, we just put our faith in each other. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Until one of us gets a message that's like, do you have a link for this? Because I can't find it.
0: <laughs> Where is this thing? Do you have one that doesn't have director's commentary running <laughs> yeah. over it? Because um, we want you. Nay, we think you deserve listeners who have the freshest takes available from CNJ's Hot Take Emporium.
1: It's true. Hey, Chauncey's back there working up a sweat.
0: <laughs> we said it. We said it at the top. Nobody Wants a subpar take. No. Nobody wants a stale take. Nobody wants your crusty ass, nasty, leaving little bits of debris all over the place take. No. You want a soft, pillowy, delicious take. Yes. And that's what we're going to give you. That's what we're going to give you. Each and every week. You going to tell me that's not worth a dollar? It's worth a dollar. I defy you to tell me that's not worth a dollar. Third rule. Not really a rule so much as a policy. There's gonna be spoilers.
1: So if you have just absolutely do not want to know anything about the things we're about to talk about, you should hit the road.
0: One thing is older. One thing isn't really spoilable in itself, no, but does kind of tie into a thing that's not here yet, but will be in a matter of weeks. And
1: and Hmm. um, though I was gonna say if if you know you. Do uh, take off because you don't want to hear about it at all. um, You could go somewhere cool where they have AC. Do that. And we could live vicariously through you.
0: And let us know. Just send us photos of you lounging in your AC. Just relaxed, forehead dry. Yeah. I'm so damp right now, y'all.
1: I am very uncomfortable. I'm so
0: damp. And you know the worst part? You know the worst part? part? Next week, it's going to be like 17 degrees. Yeah. Next week, we are going to be so awesome in here.
1: And you are going to have so much content. You're going to have a longer bonus episode. And just... You're going to have a really... I think you're probably going to have a really long episode next week.
0: But summer was like, you know what? Nah. And listen, a lot of y'all can appreciate it. I'm glad. I'm happy. Did you have to do it on a Sunday? Really? Did you have to? Willow? You did. You didn't have to. Remember we, we to say that all the time?
1: <laughs> we we thought we thought that we had maybe gotten out of the heat, but we did not.
0: I mean, listen, it's it's 2 days out of, you know, 90 in the summer. Um so we still came out with a winning average, but y'all are really pressing me right now, Toronto weather. Whew. Anyway, we like to alternate, so we are going to start with the thing Caitlin brought me. Yeah. The result of an offhanded comment while leaving a Toronto taco joint.
1: So excited about this.
0: One of those uh, things where Caitlin mentioned something and Jordan goes, I don't know, have never seen it. And Caitlin goes, you've never seen that? And then immediately gives it to me.
1: And history is made. Is it? Yes. <laughs> this week, I gave Jordan Amelie, which is one of my favorite foreign films of all time. And a lot of other <sighs> people's as well. I'm not very original. Um, the... Alternative title or the real title of Amelie is Le Fabuleux Destin d'Amélie Poulain. Um,
0: Check that accent, y'all.
1: And it's all French about, immersion, right there. It's all all those years of French immersion have to pay off for something. <laughs> um, and it is a uh, wonderful French film. It was actually a French German. Um, what do they call it? You no know co-production. There we go. <laughs> I was going to say when people work together and hold hands. Tom Hardy. What?
0: Tom Hardy is my favorite thing you couldn't remember. (laughs)
1: Oh. (laughs) Uh, Good times. Um, So, uh, basically. What's Amelie, Kate? Amelie is a film from 2001 that was directed by Jean Pierre Junet, um, who you may or may not know uh, also directed Alien Resurrection.
0: I was surprised to see that, yes. Yes.
1: You always do research on these things beforehand?
0: Sometimes, because I want to know how my. Critical opinion lines up with the consensus.
1: Okay, interesting. Um, the film is a whi- whimsical depiction of contemporary Parisian life set in Montmartre. It tells the story of a shy waitress played by Audrey Tautou, um, who decides to change the lives of those around her for the better while struggling with her own isolation. As I mentioned, the film was a, a co production between uh, companies in France and Germany. Taking in over three, $33 million in a limited theatrical lease, it is to date the highest grossing French language film released in the United States and one of the biggest international successes for a French movie. It is wonderful. There's some stop motion in there, there's all kinds of fancy film work. Um, I love this film because it uh, is me on the inside. And there are like things that speak to her and photo booths and maybe I'm a hipster. Oh God. Anyways, uh, Jordan's face is the face of Jordan has a lot to say about (laughs) this movie. So, Jordan, what did you think about, I'm just going to say it again because it's fun, Le fabuleux destin d'Amélie Poulet. Le fabuleux
0: destin d'Amélie Poulet. Yes, you're a hipster, because if you've ever been unfamiliar or unclear about the concept of twee, if that's a word you have heard in your life and you don't know what it means. No. It is this movie.
1: What is Twee? You
0: don't know Twee? No. Zoe Deschanel. That is Twee. Oh. Um, it's you know, it, Zoe Deschanel. Girls in flowery French. dresses who play ukulele, like you know, like yeah. that type of shit. Um, yes, yes, Jordan. Yes, the movie is very whimsical. Yes, it's you know, and the, you know, it's lovely. It's a world people probably want to live in. But I just came away feeling like I think people go into this movie expecting one thing, and like this movie is about trauma.
1: Yeah. Like, There's no trauma in isolation.
0: Like, she is fucked. Yeah. She had terrible parents. I think people just go into this movie thinking like, oh, magical realism, everything's great, and we're floating, and everything's... No, her life has been fucked up. Yeah. Which is not a thing I knew or expected about this movie. I was like, oh, she's just a trauma survivor, basically.
1: Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons she reaches out to all her neighbors to try and help them is because she recognizes in them some kind
0: of trauma. Yeah, so basically, what is there by way of a plot here? Basically, she decides to basically just start helping people in the neighborhood.
1: Yes. Because it makes
0: her. Give her some sort of purpose. And it
1: makes her feel something she's not felt before. Some kind of like love, um, but just, uh, or feeling of doing good.
0: Yeah, her parents are terrible people.
1: Um, Her mother has died.
0: Her mother dies when a tourist from Quebec jumps off Sacred Heart Cathedral and lands on her directly in front of Amelie.
1: Yep. Fun times. Like we said, trauma. And her father's insane.
0: Her father is a, he was a military doctor or something. Yeah. And he does not touch his daughter aside from giving her a monthly checkup when the contact of her daddy touching her because she just, you know,
1: just wants, wants to see. hug him and stuff. Hug.
0: Um, the fact that her dad, her daddy's that close to her gets her excited and her heart rate rises. So he thinks he's got some kind of, he thinks she's got some kind of condition. Yep. Um, It won't let her go to school and, like, homeschool her and shit. So, I mean, stuff like that. Uh, There were some storytelling devices in here I thought were clever, but it's just... It's a really fucking weird movie. Isn't it delightful? I don't know that that's a word I would use.
1: It's delightful.
0: It has got some sinister elements in there that, like... Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Again, I think... So, the, the talk right now in, you know... Cinemaphile Discussion is all about that Darren Aronofsky movie, Mother, and how it got like an F grade from this thing called CinemaScore. Okay. Which is uh, basically, it basically judges like the marketing of a movie. Right. Where it's like people come out of it and they give it basically like, did you get what you think you thought you were going into getting Right. And mother has been raked over the coals because you think you're getting some kind of like weird sci-fi? Or horror ish type movie, but it's yeah. some like batshit, crazy, borderline, misogynistic, um, you know, parable about, you know, the Bible and climate change and shit like that and stuff happens to babies. Um Oh God. Oh God. Spoilers for mother. But know what you're getting into, y'all, all because the people who went in and gave it an F rating did not. Um, uh I feel like I would be curious to see the cinema score of Amelie, because I remember all the marketing from this being like, you know, the Twee god Audrey Tatu looking in a camera, like going like mm, smiling sweetly, uh, and you know, oh, her paintings are talking and her, her pig lamp is turning out its uh, turning itself off, and it's like yep. delightful. What a wonderful world yeah. to live in. There's a dude who works at them. Porn shop. Which there's is amazing.
1: Like... He also plays a skeleton <laughs> in a haunted ride.
0: There's like, you know, like at least her mom gets murdered in front of her by a, another was body falling on murdered? it.
1: Murdered. She was killed
0: <laughs> by a person. Yeah,
1: but the person didn't mean mans- to fall on her. She was
0: man. Her mother was manslaughtered in front of her <laughs> by someone killing themselves <laughs> when it? she was like six.
1: Manslaughtered because a person felt. <clears throat> Anyways. Um.
0: um. So yeah I think people what i i feel like it's a sort of movie where don't go in thinking it's just going to be rainbows and unicorns no,
1: it's much deeper
0: The, the unicorns are all like
1: they're the unicorns... old and
0: emaciated the, and they're, the, they're, the,
1: <laughs> they're the unicorns that use their horns to like stab people yeah and yeah.
0: and the rainbows are like you know pouring out rancid shrimp rings from the grocery store like they're there, Classic. but they're not they're not the kind you want no um <laughs> Again, watch this on Saturday after I tried to run some errands. Maybe not the best move because System Crash was hitting. So I probably missed some key points where like, I apparently missed the moment where she got keys to every apartment in the building. Yeah. And like, because she kept ending up places and I didn't know where the hell she was. Oh, uh, yeah. Like when she's going to like the grocers. The, the big takeaway I got from this movie is that, um, you know, lies bring happiness. Is-
1: <laughs> Sometimes, yeah.
0: Like, that's That's the lesson, y'all. Lies. Sometimes. Because she's basically... Her first attempt is very noble, I thought, to bring happiness. She's living on her own. She doesn't really have much going on in her life. Um, she works at some cafe with a bunch of other lunatics. A hypochondriac. A, a woman with a limp. And I have many thoughts about the free pass given to the tape recorder guy.
1: It was 2001.
0: I understand that.
1: Very different time.
0: <laughs> in France. I understand these things. But yeah. there was an essay to be written on that dude and how he is treated and oh, depicted yeah. real mad about that. Real mad. Yeah. Like ready to throw iPad away. Mad. At that he should kid, be taken, taken away character. in handcuffs. Um, what's French for restraining order? Um,
1: <laughs> <L'ordre>, something, something. <laughs>
0: L'ordre um, so she not, she ends up dropping something on the floor and it knocks this brick loose in her bathroom. And there's like a little, you know, in between the walls, there's like a tin of like childhood treasures and she wants to find out who, where this is. She wants to return it to its original owner. Yeah. She thinks maybe that would, she's curious to see what, how someone would react to finding that. And she ends up pulling that off and it has a very good reaction. The guy rethinks kind of how he's been living his life to that point. He's got a daughter and a grandson that maybe he should get in contact with again, type of thing. Yeah. Um, so that works out real well. And then she starts trying these other things which involve a lot of lying um there's a mean grocer yep so she breaks into his house and basically fucks with everything in there yep to the point where he goes nuts basically yep changes his slippers to a size couple too small puts two different wattage light bulbs in his lamps i think that was one Uh,
1: of them it's the wrong water so it hums
0: Mm. (laughs) changed his like frequently his pre-dial numbers on his phone change the label. So when he tries to call his mom, it goes to a psychiatric hotline. Yeah. Um, shit like that. And yeah, the really troublesome one was the, the woman at, so there's all these regulars who hang out at this cafe that she works at. Yes. Um, One is like a failed writer type of thing. Um, And the other is the fucking tape recorder guy. And I believe he was originally, the problem, the thing is he was dating one of the other waitresses.
1: Very briefly. And now is stalking her. And now
0: he's stalking her. He stays there all day, watches her, tape records little notes, judging everything she does. If she stops to talk to somebody, he gets all surly and like starts recording himself into his tape recorder. Nobody says anything. Yeah, it's why fine. he hasn't
1: been arrested yet, you don't know.
0: It was fine. It was just, it's just him. He's just you know, just ignore him, mm. or you could not. Um, and then yeah, the the owner of the cafe says something. The thing with love is you just love is easy. You just need to make one person think another person's interested, and then just watch it happen or something like that. Yeah. Um. So Amelie chooses to plant the seed in both the hypochondriac tobacconist. Yep. Woman, and the tape recorder guy that they reach into each other. And then it works out, and they do kind of get into into each other, and they bang in a bathroom. Yeah. Um, And then he starts doing all the shit to her. Yeah, it's not good. Because he's a fucking psychopath, and all I wanted watching him get punched in the face would have brought me as much delight as watching Bakugo get shoved in the dirt this week. Like he was repellent as a character.
1: In my mind, he gets arrested quickly after. <laughs> well,
0: all we have, all we have is the text, Caitlin, <laughs> and in the text, he's still nothing ever happens to him. That's true. Um, and Anomaly has her own romantic plot, which really, I'm going to be totally honest, I was not interested in at Aww, all. Come on, did not care. What the hell?
1: But his scrapbook.
0: What, what What was his scrapbook? What was he even doing?
1: What do you mean? He was collecting discarded there photos. There are that many
0: people who rip up photos from a photo booth that yes. this is a thing you can do?
1: Yes. I don't believe it. In 2001 true. it was. I do not believe you. 2001 in France it was. I don't
0: believe you. I it's do true. not believe you. It's
1: true. In that world it was.
0: I do not believe you. Also
1: in that world, pig lamps turn themselves off
0: <laughs> once you fall asleep. Well, <laughs> Amelie's tra- traumatized <laughs> delusional head they do, yes. Jordan, Jordan viewed this movie through a much darker lens than Caitlin did. <laughs> um, no, it's the whole thing. What the hell's his name? Nino? Yeah. She spots him like he's always digging under photo booths for apparently all these torn up photos that are like people are doing all the time and leaving there. And Or
1: or they fall underneath the machine. They can't get them. He's
0: fascinated with this one guy he keeps seeing, keeps finding photos of. Yeah. Type of thing. And that, can't like,
1: figure out why this guy keeps on taking photos.
0: Yeah. It turns out he's just the repairman. It's uh,
1: amazing. <laughs> what a twist?
0: what a twist indeed um yeah i was just a i was bad it did so it did a lot of things i i'm not even gonna say liked but like was impressed by right like i like some of the filmmaking tattoo is just too cute for her own good like to the point you know when something's so cute it makes you angry what
1: that's ridiculous. It's yeah. like saying a kitten is so cute, you just want to throw it out a window. Sometimes it is.
0: It's the fuck you penguin syndrome. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> no. Seen that Tumblr? No. It's like just pictures of baby animals and an unpictured narrator just yelling at it.
1: <sighs> I have not it's seen that. It's an adorable this.
0: baby penguin. And <laughs> it's like, fuck you, penguin. <sighs> your, your adorable little beak. Fuck you. That's like how I feel about watching Audrey Tattoo Mug for the camera. Pinching her little lipstick. Like, mm, just a little smile. Um... And as always with love stories that I don't have any investment in, I'm just like, what what is this what is this love based in? What's this love based in? Why They're are they together? Both Why do they care? Why do they even like each other? They're not gonna be together in a week.
1: Romeo and Juliet not but be, in same, pro- same problem.
0: Same problem.
1: I don't like that
0: play. They're not gonna be together. Yeah, and they killed themselves. Oh Yay. you
1: don't know the <laughs> afterwards of this
0: movie. <laughs> just okay, drove that drove that moped off into the river. <laughs> Skip stones on that, only. <laughs> Um But I'm still going to give it like a seven and a half because it was... Oh,
1: my gosh. After tearing it to pieces like a because just being, photo from
0: a photo booth. Just being baffled by how just dark and weird it was.
1: Isn't that what made it wonderful, though?
0: Not the word I would use.
1: All right.
0: Like, listen, I give things a pass when like... I'm still thinking about you giving me things where I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And it's like a six because I haven't thought about it again. Uh huh. I'm still thinking about this because it's still so confusing to me and weird. And like, I, I respect the art that was made from this. I don't know that it succeeds. I don't know what kind of art it's trying to be. Maybe I just don't understand French people. Maybe, you this, just is that, understand maybe this is that, that European French. Asian divide that we encounter so often on this program. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just. So much of this movie was baffling to me.
1: So, so I feel like that's a really great jumping off point. Because <laughs> sometimes we give each other things, and we're like, "This, these things are going to have nothing in common. And then sometimes we give each other things and we go, huh, that's weird. They have a lot in common.
0: <laughs> you think they're very similar, do you? Oh, I do. All right. Let's well, let's let's watch, watch Caitlyn tear into this one. Listen, friends, this is another one of these things where I'm like, anime gets numbers. <laughs> and... This property I'd heard about before, I'd seen the manga around, and I knew there was a hotly anticipated television show starting in October. Hotly. That was going to start from the beginning of the story, but I knew there had been some of it animated already, and that is The Ancient Magus Bride. Magus's Bride, I guess. Um, is based on a manga by Kore Yamazaki. Uh, the manga debuted in 2013. It is still ongoing. And last year, as kind of a bonus and a warm up for the ongoing TV show that would we'll be starting, mm-hmm. they did what used to be called an OVA, which is an original video animation, straight to video. It did get a theatrical release as well. I think Crunchyroll showed it some places mm. as well in North America because uh, they are licen- licensing it. It is three parts. It is done by Wit Studios. This is the people who brought you *Cabinary of the Iron Fortress*, and *Attack on Titan*, and *Death Note* the *Death Note* an- anime. And all that sort of thing, and it—did you watch the TV trailer first? No. Or do I have to answer? Que- okay, I will have to answer questions, perhaps Possib- then, possibly, because the OVA starts after the OVA tells a story before the TV show will start, right? But situates itself after the TV show will have started,
1: which is fine because I don't actually think you need you—you kind of quickly.
0: You can piece it together. Uh,
1: assess some things. There are some things that I've, I had to look something up and I went, oh.
0: I had to. Uh, I sent Kate like a the trailer for the TV series because it yep. kind of outlines everything. It kind of situates the characters a little better. Um, but basically, The Ancient Magus' Bride is the story of uh, Hattori Chise. She's a young woman who has led a life of neglect and abuse, troubled by and has been troubled by visions. This is a world where magic exists. She has lived her life seeing visions. Uh, It's also a world that apparently still has slavery because she gets sold into it at some point.
1: Yes, she does. A little unclear
0: about how that shakes out, but she gets purchased by a man, quotation marks, named Elias. He Mm -hmm. is a magus, magus, mage. Are you a magus or a mage? Are those the same thing? They're basically the same thing. Okay. Um, He's got like a deer skull for a head. He does. And I think his title is like the Lord of Thorns or something like that. I don't remember.
1: Fun stuff. Something
0: was mentioned there. Um, And he buys her and decides that Chise will be his apprentice and wife Yeah. at some point. Um, There's a finer detail in there where it's discovered that Chise is, depending on the translation you are watching, is either called a sleigh baggie or a sleigh vega. Okay. Or sleigh vega, which is a type of mage that can draw magic from the surroundings and themselves at the cost of shortening their lifespan. Okay. Um, so she's probably going to be, you know, that sort of thing where she's got the power within is super powerful, but at the cost of your life, what cost? Um, so I had zero familiarity with this. Did check out the first episode before I decided to give it to you Right. and saw some things in there that went, Oh yeah, that's interesting. It's set in modern day London, I think. Yes. Um,
1: or in, it, at least, kind of.
0: The moment I'm going to say where I was like, okay, maybe I'll see what she thinks of this. Is when you start off in like London, and this woman, Alexandra, what was her name? Uh,
1: yeah, something like that. Al- something with an Angelina. A. Angelina, um, or Angela. Angela.
0: She's like a supplier, yes. basically. She owns like she owns like your what's that store in Harry Potter?
1: Uh, which one? There, you mean Diagon Alley? Yeah. It's like one of the stores in Diagon Alley. Yeah. Kind of, yeah.
0: She owns one of them joints, and she's got a. She needs to send some stuff to uh, Chise and Elias, and she has this like simulacrum would be the. She got a little it looks like it's made out of balsa wood, bird skeleton. Yes. And when that thing sort of like the animation used to kind of where that thing like became a bird and yeah. like she shoved all the stuff into its mouth, mm-hmm. I was like, "That's a cool use of magicy type stuff." Yeah. All right, I'll give this to Kate. The story involved is. About Chisei's life as a child, where she was shuttled off to... I don't even know who this family was, but...
1: It was her... I think it was her mother... No, I think it was her mother's brother.
0: Yeah. Um, And things are not good, because she sees weird shit all around her, and no one else can, and she doesn't know how to react to that. And people are cruel. And people are cruel, because everyone's... It's a story about people who can... And magic, so... Somebody's got to be terrible. There has to be no reason to stay in the world of muggles. Yeah. Um, And... At this time in her life, she basically encounters some a magical library, which was moment two where I was like, oh man, yep. this might be made for Kate. But Kate's got a look on her face that says, this was not made for her. Hmm. Kate, why was this not made for you?
1: It was so boring. Oh my God. It was boring. I'm sm- I don't even care that I'm smudging all my makeup. I don't even care. It was so boring. Oh my God. It was so boring. That's why I didn't like it.
0: A giant rat thing bit the dude in half. There were there were
1: good moments, I'm not gonna deny it. That the very beginning I was like, Oh, I am here when they was <laughs> like the, with the crow and then she puts the bundle in the crow and then the sprite like puts like fairy magic in oh, right, the yeah. crow and then the crow's like ah! and then there were some other things and there's a guy with a deer face, a skeleton deer fan, and I was like, Cool and then uh Chise like gets the crow and like everything explodes all over her like super
0: There's a dog that cool. could talk named Ruth. <laughs> Ruth
1: for some reason, we don't know why it's named Ruth or what it is. It's also a boy. Like I I was like I am here for this. I was ready. I was ready for, to see her do some magic. I was set and then it was this is about my awful terrible childhood and we're just gonna go on and on and on and yeah i love a magical library as much as the other <laughs> kid who was uh raised in the 1980s and, and early 90s um but the basically the second episode was just about her spending time in the library there was no Sp- plot development spent a
0: lot of time in the library y'all.
1: and no plot development whatsoever just she's seeing weird shit don't leave the door open. There was like, there was two rules, two rules. And she fucked it up. She fucked it well, up.
0: Obviously Chekhov's open door. Like <laughs> you knew you she was going to fuck that up.
1: Anyway, If the kids
0: told not to do something, she's going to yeah. do it and shit's going to go bad.
1: Um, and, and then, yeah. And then he was bitten in half, which was super cool. And he just like, give this book to her. And there was no, there was no point to this story. No point. It was just about people being mean to her, her seeing weird shit. Why didn't someone smack those kids?
0: Those uh, kids are fucking awful.
1: Uh, some nice girl who offered her tea that she freaked out at because there was weird stuff. That that was really, those weird things were really cool. The, the giant rat made out of other rats. Amazing. Mm. It was very studio, like, Ghibli. Um,
0: I, listen, I was, yeah, cause it definitely had, it's got like a weird mask on its face. So it's a very, had a, yeah. a no face type of feel. And I was totally taken aback at the end of the second episode where it's like, give her the book. You got to give her the book. And then it pans out and, and he's, he's been bitten, bitten in, in half. half. And I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, right. Cause he
1: was like, oh, everything's fine now. They're gone. Th- th- this is
0: the librarian of the Who, and forest. And, and you don't know why he's freaking
1: forest. out at some points. He like has like he's panic attacks. He's talking to somebody
0: at some point point. you don't know why. Yeah. And that never really got explained. But. And
1: then anyways, and then she give gets and then she like they basically tell like her mother's family basically tell her like they don't want her and sending her off somewhere yeah and she gives the book to the old lady and
0: (laughs) the librarian (sighs) was like a student being sponsored by some rich family i guess and he fell in love with the family the family daughter yeah and she like gave him this book it, it, there was a mess. They used to talk about books all the time, and she was like, "You know, here you should read this one." And then she left him written in it was like, "You know,
1: meet me on the last platform." Meet me on the last
0: platform. So romantic. And then like, I don't even know why the hell he ran down that path, but he ended up falling and getting like stabbed by a fucking like <laughs> like, like branch through and, his gut.
1: And then and then he found his way to the library. And, and then... he was
0: fine, but he had to stay there forever yeah. and just read books, and so never got to keep his promise, which was to bring the book to her at the platform where they like presumably would run off together. And this and- is what he asks Cheese to do. And of course, you know it's gonna be like ninety years have passed and yeah. she's like an old lady now and yeah. Cheese gives her the book back and yay.
1: Um and then and then okay, so when she starts telling the story, Deerface puts
0: <laughs> That was the one moment where I was like everything about this is good. She might be out at that though.
1: So so he puts her on his lap. He
0: does this a lot, I like, think. Like
1: like like a child.
0: Like, like he picks her up yeah, and pick, puts him in his lap.
1: And then puts her on and then I was like, what is going on? So then I like look briefly at a synopsis of like what I could tell that this was obviously kind of a prequel story. Okay, that's fine. Um and I then I saw and I was trying to figure out the whole time who is the bride of whom and what is going on? And then when I was like, oh, like buys her to be his wife. I was like, oh no, that's not okay. And like, I really liked the dark twistedness of it. There was not enough of her doing magic and enough of a story. And I was so bored, beautiful, really cool in parts, but there are so many.
0: And that just might be the nature of the, how it's, Placed right like this was done as a freebie to give away with the manga then
1: you could have made it two parts like it just did not need to be three parts if they had squished it a little bit more and there was some importance to th- anyways there wasn't enough magic and it was really boring and there's almost, only so many shots of magical light coming through the magical library <laughs> that i can take okay i was like yeah i get it it's magic and there are weird fuzzy creatures that she never interacts with Please someone tell them tell her like what they are. And you don't know why he's here and I don't know what's going on. And all I want is to see more cool magic stuff. And like the silverfish that are magical. It's amazing. I want to see more of that. So maybe the show itself is gonna be awesome. Well
0: we're gonna take a pause right here, Radio Magic, and I'm gonna show Caitlin the video I sent her that she didn't watch to see no. if there's anything appeals to her. Okay. From the soon-to-be-starting television show. So, Kaylin just watched the trailer to the Ancient Magus Spray television show. I don't think her opinion improved on it very much.
1: Um, It was good. I was like, some of this stuff looks really cool. Until, again, she was like, he bought me for more than and before anybody else. So, until he lets me go, I'm his. That's a problematic relationship.
0: Women appreciate money spent. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just No. <laughs> Spent on like if you like if you bought me like a nice watch or like like you saw a thing like a comic book that I really liked and it was expensive and well, you're like here for your birthday I buy you this really expensive comic book that I didn't really like and I'd be like
0: oh thanks guess who ain't getting bought out of slavery if she ever gets sold into it because you won't appreciate it I'll buy out a slave who will appreciate
1: it Wow Wow <laughs> Um, anyways, but there's some cool things in there. So
0: the, the woman has property thing is a really high wall for it, Kate to get yeah, over here. It's really
1: not good. Yeah. But otherwise, it looks super cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know what a sleigh baggie is. Well,
0: maybe, maybe we'll try round two after we get a few weeks into that and we'll revisit this. But for now, the OVA version... Of the Ancient Magus Bride is...
1: Uh, Kick punches, it's like a six.
0: Like a six.
1: Like, I can appreciate the art, and I can appreciate some of the elements, and there are some bits and pieces that are really cool. I like magic libraries, but, you know...
0: Kate and I both, critical outliers on the things we were brought this week. Yeah. Because people are going nuts for this show. People want it now. Now? immediately. Immediately. So that's out there. I think it's on Crunchyroll. You can watch that there. Um, it is on
1: Crunchyroll, yes.
0: Man, I was taking stock of, like, Crunchyroll put out there, like, fall's going to be real good for, um, like, the fall anime season's going to be really good. Got yeah. Food War's coming back. Ancient Magus Bride's going to be there. There's a bunch of other stuff that's coming out. Um, thank all of you for spending this weekend watching Neo Yokyo, so I don't have to.
1: <laughs> was it terrible?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. I haven't watched it yet.
0: Seems to be. Um... Crunchyroll? Why is this the music that accompanies your fall preview video on Twitter? I just want to know what shows are coming out. I don't need to... And yes, I understand it's only about two steps away from our current theme song, but... That's when it's... That's when it's a problem.
1: Music by Rob Gasser.
0: I heard... (laughs) Rob Gasser has a number of songs like this. I picked the one that did not have any. Woo! No, no curly, no curly from the Three Stooges and the Geek Down theme song.
1: Um, so fall looks good.
0: Fall does look good. I'm excited about fall, and i to keep y'all updated with what I'm watching as that goes along. I believe someone's got to get out of here.
1: I gotta get out of here.
0: So we're gonna take our leave.
1: Um, again, like I said, I would mention um next for those of you who are um are patreon supporters uh for the bonus episode you're gonna get an extra long bonus episode for next week not this week
0: extra long it is very hot further updating the adventures of the red dragonborn paladin yeah we will get that to you next week for now though we're gonna get out of here
1: um if you would like to instagram or uh uh, tweet us. I guess that's how you say it. That's how you do Insta it. Insta or tweet us. You would go to at GeekDownPod for both. Yes. Um, if you want to email us, it's geekdownpod at com. Mm-hmm. And if you want to uh, face at us, it would be <laughs>
0: www.facebook.com <laughs> forward slash
1: GeekDownPod. Um, my name is Kate McKinnon.
0: My name is Jordan Ferguson.
1: Theme music by Rob Gasser. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.
0: Care about the new version of Divix.
1: I just wanted you to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so, angry I'm at so it. overdue for an update. When will you pay attention to me? I only need you to watch like one perfume DVD <laughs> rip. Oh. Um,.